Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. The shootings in Grantsville. Special coverage on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Hey, welcome to today's program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We call the show here Live Mike. And this is episode 25. I'm grateful to you for joining us this morning. Today will be a different sort of program. We are going to touch on uh, some of the normal type of topics we select. Uh, Amy and I this morning went through the news and we're texting back and forth in the overnight trying to land on some topics for today's program to present alongside some difficult information. Uh, over the weekend, we learned that there was a tra- terrible tragedy to befall a family out in Grantsville. Four individuals are dead. A suspect is in custody. Today at 1.30, we will air here live on this program a press conference hosted by the Grantsville Police Department out in Grantsville. Uh, before I get into the details of all of this, I want to share with you a personal story. Uh, and it, de- it goes back to January of last year. And it, uh, stick with me through this story as I ramble for a moment. Uh, it's going to lead us back to uh, the, the theme of today's program, which is uh, mourning. We will do much mourning today. We'll also learn, uh, but it is appropriate uh, that today uh, we mourn. So here's my little story. It was July of this past year, and I got a phone call, and it was from one of the big bosses here at KSL. I was working back in Washington, D.C. as a congressional aide, and on that phone call from the big boss here at KSL, uh, they said, Hey, Lee, listen, we have a, a, an opening here. Uh, on the radio program between uh, 12.30 and 3 o'clock. And what would you think about maybe pursuing uh, that as a host yourself? And I thought, oh, my gosh, I uh, uh, didn't think a phone call like this would ever come. I know I did a little bit of good work uh, for Doug Wright when he and I were together. I as his producer and he is the host here on these airwaves. But I never in my wildest dreams thought that I might be uh, uh, asked to consider and apply for a job as a a radio talk show host. Now, that weekend in mid-July was a few days before my dad's 60th birthday. He he lives in a small town in western New York and I in Washington, D.C. It's about five and a half hours if you go by car. Well, I got the phone call from KSL on a Friday and uh, my plans for that weekend were to drive up to uh, to New York and spend the weekend with him. His uh, uh, current wife and, and their uh, children, they were out of town, so he was up there by himself. My wife uh, in D.C., she was out of town, so it was just the two of us boys uh, and I thought, let me go hang out with my dad uh, for his birthday weekend. Well, I got that call uh, from KSL and uh, I, there was a, a new thing on my mind. I had initially thought uh, that this would be us just uh, reminiscing over the years of his life, maybe me picking up some advice. Uh, but then uh, there was a, a new tone 
uh, over the weekend, and it was uh, the prospect of me maybe becoming a talk show host of my own. And man, oh man, it was uh, tough. I got in the car after work uh, on a Friday and started driving uh, north to my dad in New York. And the whole time, my mind was consumed with the possibilities of uh, what it would mean to be a talk show host here on these airwaves, the responsibilities uh, that I might uh, potentially undertake, and the, uh, the great good that I could do if I did my best here as a talk show host. And I started to structure uh, what, uh, what this show would mean, uh, what it would contain, and what uh, the themes and the, the driving forces and, if you will, the, the, uh, the charter. Uh, what would be the charter of this program. And I didn't know exactly how to communicate all that or even to write it down. And so what I did was, as I was driving up north from Washington, D.C. to a small town in western New York, uh, I was about halfway through Pennsylvania, driving alongside the Susquehanna River. And if you are of a a, a religious stripe in these parts, you probably know uh, the significance of the Susquehanna River to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well, I'm driving north, and I pulled over alongside the river. There was a park and a truck stop. And I sat down on a bench, I had a laptop with me, and I pulled it out. And what I did was I wrote, I wrote uh, a script, a script for what would have been uh, my first segment, uh, auditioning for this program. It, uh, it's rather generic. It starts out uh, by saying, hey, listen, before I introduce myself, I want to thank you for choosing to listen to this radio station, KSL News Radio. Uh, I thank uh, the listener, you, for uh, the many no- acknowledging the many other ways that you could spend your time, but you've chosen to share these moments with this radio station. I express gratitude for that. Uh, and then I went on introducing myself over the course of the next little while. I hope to give you reasons to keep tuning in to this program. I hope that uh, I give you sufficient reason to invite your neighbors to listen and your parents and your siblings and your children and your friends. I talk a little bit about my time with uh, Doug Wright. I talk about the great successes he and I had as we chased Mitt Romney and John Huntsman around the country as they were both running for president. We talked about the stories we broke together, like when the attorney general announced that he was quitting or when Judge Shelby ruled that gay marriage here in the state of Utah was legal. Uh, I acknowledge that uh, on Doug's show, it was where Utah came to talk. And my assertion was that Utah has a lot more to say and that she'll say it here on this radio program. I want to read to you uh, verbatim what I wrote next. It says, this program will be one where news is not only broken, but where news is made. When the school superintendent sends a letter home announcing a dramatic change in district policy, we'll get to the bottom of it here on this program. When there are protests downtown or when the union workers strike, we'll sort it out here on this program. When the streaker interrupts the football game, we'll laugh about it here on this program. And when our elected officials seem like they're getting a little sideways and it's time for a chat, we'll talk to them here. I've got their number. You and I will call them together here on this program. And when the tragic and the unthinkable happens, we'll gather and mourn together here on this program. We'll celebrate success and learn from the lessons of failure, all of it here on this program. Now, over the past 25 episodes, I believe we've tested uh, most all of that. I think that we've spoken to the politicians. We've held their feet to the fire, if you will. We've uh, we've spoke to school districts when policies are, are suggested. Uh, we've spoken to union folks and we've spoken to protesters. We've spoken, spoken to sports folks and we've had a lot of good fun and we've had some laughs together. 
But there's one line that I wrote sitting alongside that river which has not yet been tested. And it is this, that when the tragic and the unthinkable happens, we'll gather and mourn together. Well, today is the day on this program that we'll test that line. And we'll bring to fruition the, the hopes that I had for this show as I sat on the side of the road uh, writing this little script when I was preparing to audition for this program. Today, uh, we woke up to the news that the tragic and the unthinkable has in fact happened, and it happened out in Grantsville. This morning, I couldn't sleep. I woke up uh, not long after 1, 2 in the morning, and I, I just couldn't sleep. And I knew that today was going to be a tough day, and I knew that it was my responsibility to uh, be professional and to be kind and to be informative and to uh, make the, sure that this radio program is a place where folks could come and feel informed and feel comfortable and feel as if we were appropriately treating uh, this unfortunate tragedy. And so I thought, well, how better uh, to, to get ready for today uh, than to drive out to this community and so early in the morning this is a little silly but i got in the car and i got on uh, 80 west i drove out to grantsville and uh, for a while i sat in front of the home where this horrible tragedy took place i sat there for a while and i thought i looked at the decorations that adorned the home i looked at the vehicles out front uh, all the lights were on inside and i uh, looked in and wondered what life uh, was like when it was lived happily in that home, all of it before the tragedy of Friday night. I'll share some of those thoughts with you next. We need to take a break here real quickly, uh, but when we come back, we're going to go through the details of what happened, what we know so far, and I'll share with you some of the thoughts I had as I sat in front of the home where this terribly uh, tragic event took place and four members of the same family lost their life on Friday night. This is Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and you're listening to KSL News Radio.